0: Hello Labbies, my name is Michael Ramaho and in this episode I will be talking about the book American Born Chinese by Jean Luen Yang. This book is about three separate characters. Jin Wang, who recently immigrated from San Francisco and finds that he is the only Chinese American in his school. The Monkey King is the ruler of all the monkeys. Loved by his fellow monkeys, he masters the four major disciplines of invulnerability and the four major disciplines of bodily form to achieve recognition by his godly peers. Though in the process of gaining all this power, he becomes arrogant and self-centered. Jin Qi is the ultimate negative Chinese stereotype, with buck teeth, slit eyes, in a blue Chinese suit, he embodies the ugliest Chinese stereotypes from the Yellow Peril era. The synopsis for this book is that all three characters eventually find connection in an unexpected way in the end, which I'm sure listeners of this podcast will find interesting. But before I delve deeper into the book, let me give a little background information on the author, Jean Luen Yang. Born in August 1973, in Northern California to a Taiwanese father and a Hong Kong mother, he loved to draw as a kid and grew up wanting to be a Disney animator. He attended University of California Berkeley, UC Berkeley, and originally wanted to major in art, but switched majors to computer science with a minor in creative writing due to the advice of his father to pursue a more Practical field, he received his bachelor's degree in 1995. After graduating, he worked as a computer engineer for two years before quitting and becoming a high school computer science teacher. He wrote American-born Chinese in 2006, which won the Michael L. Prince Award in 2007. He has since written comics like the Secret Code series in 2015 introducing computer coding within an interesting mystery plot and is currently living in california after this little introduction about the book and the author how does this book connect to larger themes in society one question i asked myself while reading this book was to what extent does the media perpetuate stereotypes about asians the second question is to what extent do Asians have to change their names or hide their identity to assimilate into American culture? The first set of quotes from the book answers my first question. Class, I'd like to introduce us all to give a warm welcome to your new friend and classmate Jiang. Jin Wang. He and his family recently moved all the way from China, San Francisco. These quotes provide some answers to the first question because the first two quotes show that the teacher is assuming that Jing Wang moved from China since it's a common narrative perpetuated by the media that Asians immigrate to the US from their respective country i.e. Chinese from China, Filipinos from the Philippines, and Vietnamese from Vietnam. While this may be true for some, I know it is for me, being a first-generation Filipino immigrant, it isn't true for all since some Asian families may have lived in the states for multiple generations. The second set of quotes that answers my second question is, Sorry to bother you, but you're Chinese, aren't you? You're in America, speak English. Eh, you, you Chinese person? Yes. This quote answers a little bit of the second question because Jin Wang, despite having Chinese heritage, is telling Wei Chen to suppress his Taiwanese identity to talk to him, even though Wei Chen, like Jin Wang, also feels like the odd one out in school. Another example of cultural suppression is the plain scene in the movie Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, wherein Shang-Chi, the main character, takes up the name Sean and has to explain to his friend Katie who is also Chinese American how to pronounce his real name. This scene, despite not being related to the book, also demonstrates Asians changing their identities to assimilate into the dominant culture since Chi changed his name to Sean in order for people to not recognize him as a foreigner and to distance himself from his own heritage. Overall, I felt satisfied to read a graphic novel because I love reading books with pictures since it helps me understand what is happening in the story. It was also nice to read a book with a lead Asian character because most of the books I studied and read in school center around white characters. So this is a nice, refreshing change. Do I recommend it? Definitely. As someone who has read the book, I can say that this is a good book to read if you want to learn more about the struggles and hardships Asians face when trying to assimilate into American culture, whether it be changing their name or fitting into the model minority myth. Thank you for listening to this unique book review episode. Tune in next year for a special Formula One episode.